Marvel at Red Plastic, UniRadio.fm. Thanks for listening. Please help everyone around you. Be safe and healthy. Here we are. My goodness gracious. Uh, Mutiny Radio, the day after Christmas. Uh, sad news for the comedy community. Frosty Nugs is no longer with us on this mortal coil. It's very sad. He would want us all to do whatever drugs you have, take them in the name of Frosty. Uh, but hey, here we are at Mutiny Radio, and we're going to do jokes because 
we're losers and have nothing else better to do with our lives. <laughs> and uh, I just, I, my cats are bored of me at this point. I was like, why won't you come in? It? They're like, we're done with you, bitch. We've hung out for two days now, okay? Get the fuck out. You're never here. This is our apartment. All right. Uh, there's no list. If you want to have a prayer circle, you know, for Frosty or something. No, didn't think so. Yeah, Frosty Nugs died, man. So crazy. It just doesn't even see. I thought it was just a really um, elaborate hoax, but nay, it's real. All right. Uh, Matt, are you going to go first? Hey, everybody, your favorite and mine, the hero of Mutiny Radio, Matthew Quirk. Bringing his own mic like a champion. Good work. Love that. All right, I'm still, like, writing down what I was going to say when everyone's like, oh, you go first. Um, So, yes, um, Frosty Nugs has passed. And everyone's talking about what a good guy uh, he is and how generous of spirit and he ran shows and everything. But uh, he still owes me 20 bucks. Uh, anyway, uh, and I, uh, you know, it's, you know, death comes like a thief in the night, right? And uh, he died of an appendicitis, apparently. Appendicitis burst. And uh, I can't be the only one who thought he was going to die of the hundred dollar rolled up uh, uh, rolled up hundred dollar bill disease. That's I'm sure that's was everyone's. I'll have to check the local comedian death pool uh, to see who had appendicitis for Frosty in 2000, 2020. Uh, he said he was going to book me in 2021, and this is how he gets out of it. It's just. It's just. So uh, apparently we've spent $11.9 billion uh, in the war on drugs to fight cocaine. Uh, Do you guys know how much cocaine we could have bought with $11.9 billion? Frosty Nugs definitely knows how much. So I'm glad you guys laughed. If I was going to get booed here, I'd have to remind you that Frosty would have laughed at those jokes, and he would have agreed with them and been like, yeah, you sound about right there, buddy. Uh, anyway, uh, let us all get a tremendous nasal drip later on tonight in honor of Frosty. So uh, because of COVID and everyone moving out of California and everything, I heard that Nashville was really going to blow up. But holy shit, guys. Yeah, I'm back. Happy Kwanzaa, everybody. Don't let me forget. Happy Kwanzaa. Uh, real quick, all you woke people out there in Muni Land, name one of the days of Kwanzaa. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, nice work. Uh, so, uh, I am speaking of the holidays. Uh, I just got out of Facebook jail as a Christmas miracle. Uh, apparently, uh, there's this um, group called uh, All Balls and Some Shtick. It's a bunch of comedians who try to be like, oh, look, they'll show some epic fail video and be like, look, falling out of a tree is a sport. 
you know. And I'm like, it's not a sport, man. There's no defense. And they're like, look, dude, it's a joke. You know, this is a joke we're doing. And, you know, maybe this isn't the right group for you. And uh, am I the only one who can't stand comedians with no fucking sense of humor? I mean, like, they can't take the slightest bit of pushback. More, like, do I need any more proof that they never played sports, right? They're all pissed off because their Magic the Gathering group is not a sport, you know? They're like, hey, you know, this chess guy said that chess was his sport. Look, man, I played sports for real. Rugby, football, collegiate wrestling. I'll be damned if I let some fucking chess player tell me what a sport is, for God's sakes. Anyway, one of them uh, uh, apparently reported me for bullying. Like someone made some joke about, you know, maybe your dad... Maybe your dad being a jerk and your mom liking it is what's wrong with you. I'm like, oh, you're going to go your mother. Like, he's like, he's gaslights me like, calm down, dude, calm down. Why are you getting so upset? Why are you getting so upset? And I'm like sitting there smoking a joint in my bed, drinking a coffee. Like, I'm not upset. Your mom just licked my balls and shtick and I'm quite relaxed. And I got reported for bullying for that comment. And uh, I got to remind these nerds, it's not bullying in sports. It's just sports. That's how we get rid of all you wimps. <clears throat> so anyway, I was in Facebook jail for uh, Festivus, meaning that uh, Mark Zuckerberg was like denying me my right to practice my religion. I couldn't be on Facebook to air my grievances and partake of the sacrament as my culture intended. You don't know what Festivus is. Watch Seinfeld. Only comedian in the United States who does not know what Festivus is, is in this room. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, I, uh, should I show another one? Let's just roll the tape on my feet of strength, huh? Watch me ragdoll some dude who's a foot taller than I am. Uh, anyways, so, uh, you know, you get kicked off of Facebook because you're denying their community standards. But as I recall, Zuckerberg testified before Congress that Facebook doesn't have any community standards. That's why Trump was allowed to be on there and whatever. Yeah. So, uh, I was growing my beard out for, uh, SantaCon this year, but it got canceled to Santa Contagious. Anyway, my beard was all out there, and Pam talking about her first break bread was reminding me how uh, my beard was so big and fluffy, how fluffy was it? that I could hold like an entire piece of bread uh, in crumb form in my beard and have no idea it was there. It was like, it just made me look real homeless, I guess what I'm saying. Uh, anyway, there's a big stink. Uh, apparently, uh, Melania is all jelly of uh, Jill Biden. Excuse me, Dr. Jill Biden, uh, who's coming in. And apparently, all these Republicans are jumping on. They're trying to tell her to, uh, you know, why don't you drop the doctor for a while? And uh, how's that for a summation of the Republicans' ideas of uh, the education system? If you do porn and pretend to get an education, that's smart. And if you actually achieve a doctorate, that's stupid. That's basically what they think. And a bunch of uh, talking heads are chiming in. Yeah, drop that doctor title. It's not like you delivered a baby. And uh, 
I would like someone to pull up one instance where they say that to a man with a doctorate that isn't an MD. I'll wait. Uh, and uh, anyways, uh, the guy who said that you have to deliver a baby to be a doctor, I would like to remind him that she is a biological mother. She delivered a baby personally. <laughs> and gentlemen, your turn. <laughs> I'm expecting to see a lot of dropped doctorates in the near future. Speaking of Melania, she's all pissed, and Trump is chiming in as well that, uh, that the First Lady did not grace the cover of any fashion magazines the whole time she was First Lady. Uh, I'm going to gloss right over the use of grace in this sentence and uh, get right into, uh, geez, did you ever think that maybe hiding in New York for a year and wearing that I don't care to do you fashion faux pas at the locked children thing or maybe shitting on Christmas. You think maybe that had anything to do with you not being on any fashion covers at all? Maybe. Anyway, I've heard once you do porn, you can't go back. And there you are, Melania. Right? You're not going to get on Vogue after doing softcore. Uh, speaking of the presidential couple, um, what are the odds of Trump on like the 19th of January taking Air Force One to a non-extradition country and just never coming back? I mean, wouldn't that, I mean, that's what I would be planning if I was him. They can fly back on the 20th. Uh, so anyway, all kinds of Republicans are bailing on him suddenly. Uh, not enough, however. And uh, I just hope that we all can remember where they stood when the shit really hit the fan. All goddamn administration, quite frankly. Um, well, I can't think of what I was going to say. Stalin. Oh, so uh, they found, uh, they did a big investigation in Pennsylvania on voter fraud, and they found one uh, Trump supporter who signed up his uh, wife and children uh, falsely and voted for Trump. And, uh, hey, Donald, we found it. Yeah. We, found, <laughs> we found that fraud you were looking for. So uh, the stimulus, stimulus bill being yanked out from under us. Pam is for the stimulus bill being yanked out from under us. No, that has been canceled. What? Trump pretended he wanted $2,000, uh, not just 600 and uh, a little late, right? He could have mentioned this in the last, I don't know, 10 months. And uh, so he's canning it. And I'm thinking, why can't they just send us 600 bucks and 1400 later? I mean, what's the big holdup, for God's sakes? Uh, a lot of talking head Republicans are saying, well, let's face it, the American people don't want a handout. They want to work for their money. That's right. We all want to work at McDonald's or a Amazon warehouse, right? Do these guys know any Americans? Because everyone I know wants to win the lottery. <laughs> Even the people who don't play. <laughs> uh, anyway... We're maybe getting 600 bucks, and the, uh, the 
uh, rich Republican class is getting their three martini lunches for free now. They're getting a total write-off. And uh, I think everyone here in this room knows at least one person that can do 600 bucks in one lunch if they have a, a bar tab, right? Right, Frosty? It's called a callback. I'm calling back. I'm recalling back. Uh, so with all the vaccine going around, apparently there's a big thing with all the anti-vaxxers trying to uh, teach people how to refuse the vaccine. That's right. Just say no is making a comeback. One of my friends whining about how, uh, you know, where he is on the list, all the essential workers and unessential politicians that are getting the vaccine first. And he's complaining, man, I'm dead last. And I was like, I thought that was the goal. To be dead last. I thought that was, I thought that's what we were going for. How do I do it? Um, So Trump wants to move to uh, Mar-a-Lago after he's a president, but uh, apparently he signed a thing when he bought Mar-a-Lago that it could never become his permanent residence. So that's going to be a Mara no-go for President Trump. I know what some of you are thinking. Didn't Stephen Colbert use that on his show last week? And it's true, he did. But I said it first. And uh, I think he monitors Mutiny Radio to get some good joke ideas. I think this is straight-line proof. And uh, I know what you're thinking. Doesn't he hire, like, professional comedians to write jokes for him? And maybe they thought of it independently of you? Maybe. Maybe. But I want you guys to know that that's the level I'm writing at here, okay? Okay? I should be on TV. Am I going on forever? I mean, it's whatever you want. Okay. Uh, If you feel done, you're done. I mean, you've done, like... 12 minutes? Oh, that's plenty for good. Uh, I'll, I'll move it along for the next comic who I'm sure has lots to say about Frosty Nugs. Rest in peace, brother. And uh, we're going to miss you around here. Matthew Quirk. Bringing his own microphone because he's trying to keep everyone alive. I know. I'll, I'll cry alone later in the dark about Frosty Nugs. I used to have a show here at Mutiny Radio called Soul Sausage. I was at, when he got stabbed in the heart, I was one of the last people to see him, actually, before he went and got stabbed in the heart, because he came in, he stumbled into Doc's clock, and drummer comedian Aaron Barrett was behind the bar, and it was like 1.55, and like, you know, when you know the bartender, you get to be there that late. But anyways, Frosty stumbled in, and he's like, give me a shot, man, and Aaron was like, man, we're closed, come on, he's like, it's my birthday, and I'm Frosty Doug Bud. Aaron was like, of course, okay. So we gave him a shot, and that was like at 2 a.m., and then he got stabbed in the heart at 3 a.m. And I was like, where's some of the last people to see him? It was crazy. But he lived through that. So when today the people said that he died, I was like, this is an elaborate hoax. You don't, like, survive a heart stabbing and then, like, get killed by appendicitis. But I guess you do. Uh, hey, everybody, go to the doctor. Get Medi-Cal. Figure it out. Uh, who's going next? Kyle? All right, your next comedian. I'm glad, I'm glad he's here. I was like, I put out the call today, and I'm like, who will show up? That's why I invited so many, because I was like, they are all done. But I knew who would. Your next comedian, Kyle Morrissey. Yay! Yay! So excited for these covers. I want to double back. 
that's how you get away with doing comedy indoors. You just keep. <laughs> um, yeah, you know it's a bummer about Frosty. I guess we're gonna it is a bummer about Frosty. I gotta say, I'm a. Uh, I am impressed though, because I'm sure everyone was sort of expecting. You know, when we found out what it was, either you know, yeah, drug overdose or hypothermia. So when I heard it was appendicitis, I was like, huh. All right, good for him. <laughs> More of an adult than we thought. Um, I had to look up Festivus after. I just just to double just to refresh myself, and it's uh, and it got popular because of Seinfeld. But it's it's Christmas for people who are against like consumption, consumer culture. So, I mean, it makes sense that Matt Quirk likes it. He doesn't he doesn't own anything. Um, so, I uh, I spent the holiday with my girlfriend's family, which was awkward, um, because they always give me like tons and tons of gifts, and then when it's time for me to give them their gift, I'm just like, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the shirt, though. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's, they're um, interesting to hang around. My my girlfriend is really into astrology. She's really into astrology, um, which I, you know, I don't really give that a whole lot of credit. There's a girl, a, a different person one time who uh, back in the day did not want to date me because she was an Aquarius and I was a Cancer. I was like, you know what, so are you. <laughs> She's like, I just said I was an Aquarius. I was like, that's not what I meant. Um, there, uh, there was one time though, back in high school, where me and my best friend at the time we were smoking cigarettes in a parking lot, and uh, and I was I stopped and I was like, oh shit, I hope this isn't foreshadowing because I'm a Cancer, you know, I was smoking a cigarette. I'm a Cancer, whoa, and uh, and he'd never had sex before. He he was a virgin. And he was like, oh no, <laughs> I'm a Virgo. And we were both like, oh my God. And we thought it was like foreshadowing. Uh, but we dodged a bullet um, because I quit smoking and then him and I had sex. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I. Uh, there is one, um, you know, the whole astrology thing I don't really pay attention to, but one like the one thing that kind is kind of in that category, which I totally am down to analyze, is, is dreams. I do think every dream that you have can totally be traced to something that is just deep in your subconscious. I had the dream the other night uh, where m my teeth were falling out, and apparently that's a common. Apparently that is like a common dream that people talk about and analyze. And so I looked it up. And it said that it could mean anything from a big life event change, uh, money insecurity, new job, fear of death. None of it narrowed it down at all. <laughs> yeah. Lack of right. You would think. Turns out I just haven't been to the dentist in like three years. Uh, <laughs> I forgot about that, and my, my brain reminded me. Um, so, yeah, I... Uh, Let's see. It was nice I didn't have to go very far for the holidays. My girlfriend's family just lives around here. I grew up around here. I went to high school. Uh, I grew up south of San Francisco. I went to Catholic school south of San Francisco, which is an interesting place to go to Catholic school because all of our priests 
because we were south of San Francisco, all of our priests ended up liking people of the same gender. Huh, what a <laughs> interesting. Um, different age range, though. But um, I, I, I went to Catholic school, uh, high school, and that was, yeah, that, that I, this doesn't really work as a transition to my high school Jeopardy joke. <laughs> I'm just going to see what I actually had written down, even though I was on a roll. Um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, I've just been thinking about what it was like growing up lately. I uh, rem remembered how, like, it, even to this day, it's so easy for my brain to make connections on things before I realize that I don't even have all the information. Um, I'll tell you what I mean. Like, when I was a kid, I was aware of the word euthanasia, but I, I didn't know what it meant, so I thought it meant youth in Asia. <laughs> and so when people were talking about how there was, a, you know, like early 2000s, everyone was freaking out about how, you know, bad youth in Asia was. I was like, well, maybe that's why China has the one child policy, you know? <laughs> like, I mean, there's so many of them. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was some like political thing, like problem with youth in Asia. You know, there, the youth in Asia were like rising up and when people were like, hey, we got to stop youth in Asia. I was like, well, at least give them a chance to you know, euthanize themselves, you know? Like, they have the right to do that. Another another example of when I, I thought I had all the information was uh, actually it had to do with Eric Clapton. Uh, I was at a birthday party when I was like a kid, and one of Eric Clapton's albums, uh, the kid got, he was like second grade, and his dad gave him an Eric Clapton album. I. I'm sure that was really the kid's choice. That's like you, you know, like like when my when my when my sister, when when she was like five years old, she got my dad's Cinderella earrings <laughs> for his birthday, and the moment he looked at them, like what? And she was like, "Oh, you're not gonna wear? I'll just I'll just I'll just use those." Anyways, um, uh, this Eric Clapton album had a picture of a kid on it, and so I just saw it at the time. I was like, "Oh my God, it's a baby guitarist!" <laughs> like. It's like a five-year-old guitarist, and then uh, as I got older, I learned about what happened to his kid, and I was like, "Oh, is that, is that the kid?" And someone was like, "He didn't even make it that far. It was <laughs> like that kid's at least seven years old." Turns out it was the album Reptile. Um, those are just some thoughts. Jeez, <laughs> um, I don't know. I, uh, I. Some of you might know. I don't. Uh, I'm doing hand motions like Trump. Uh, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't drink for a variety of reasons. Um, one of the reasons, actually, that's actually really convenient was is because you know, according to the law, if you and the girl have both drank, does not matter. Does not matter if you both have alcohol in your systems. That means she technically can't consent. All right. Now I went to college, which means that like. I've raped like 13 people. <laughs> and all of them the next morning were like, so what do you want for breakfast? <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> yay, Kyle Morrissey, yay. There we go. Eric Clapton is classic. <laughs> this isn't Eric Clapton, this is the Beastie Boys doing a cover of Elton John because our next comedian do you love Elton John or do you hate love Elton John? Do all gay men love Elton John? Well, I'm looking at Peter Struckmeyer though. I'm just wondering, like, 
So, okay, medium. It's, it's your, your generation younger, so that, that absolutely makes sense. So Liberace's completely out of the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Madonna, Madonna, Lady Gaga. I've been almost watching the Ariana Grande thing on Netflix, but I'm not, but I need to, but I'm sort of saving it for a time when I know I'm going to see Joanna soon so that I can, like, freak out with her about it. Cool. Uh, I love your next comedian. He's amazing, and I'm super excited that he's here. You can do as much time as you want. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Peter Struckmeyer. Yay! Um, Matt, you mentioned that you were in, in a Facebook group called All Balls. I, I just wanted to follow up if they were taking members. Um, that feels like something I would be deeply interested in. So um, if they are, let me know. And uh, Kyle left, but he made a joke about how Virgos are just virgins for the rest of their life. Um, Virgo here can confirm sucked a lot of dicks. So that does not check out. True, true. If, if, if all I had done was suck dicks, that would still make me a virgin. Maybe I could get into heaven, but like that also wouldn't be a valid argument because I've sucked more, I've done more than just suck dicks. Um, uh, loopholes, loopholes. Okay. I just want to go nightclubbing! Like, I just want to go to a gay club, and I want to show up, and I want my entrance to be, like, that moment in the Lady Marmalade music video when, like, in a sea of gay pop stars, Christina Aguilera just emerges above all of them, like, hey, hey, hey! Like, that is going to be me when this shit is done, okay? Like... I just want to be on a dance floor where it's dark and sweaty and sticky and crowded and everyone is just glaring at each other like they want to hate fuck. And I am drinking a very overpriced vodka soda, but it's okay because I haven't been able to spend money on an overpriced vodka soda in over a year because of this shit. So it may as well just be soaked with my own tears at that point. And there's like disco lights and a fog machine that like, I don't know why it's there. I haven't seen one since like those middle school dances in the gym, but like gay clubs like them for some reason too. So that's in the mix. And then suddenly Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande, Rain On Me comes on. And that's when I'm like, Rain On Me! And like, I don't know, maybe I start to cry. Maybe I hold it together. It's my dance floor, who knows? And on this magical night, I will meet the man of my dreams who is rich but has never heard of tech, and we will get married right then and there on the dance floor, because if 2020 has taught me anything, is that time is short, so don't wait around for the formalities. So we will be married, and then I will become his trophy husband. I won't have to work again. All I will have to do is look pretty and fuck and vacuum. And that is what life post-pandemic will look like. But in the meantime, let's wrap up what my sad holidays looked like, shall we? So uh, 
I decorated my apartment with Christmas lights. A pro tip, if you're going to do that, don't use the multicolored lights. My living room looks like a gay bar that lets you smoke indoors. <laughs> uh, yeah, and also, because it's Christmas, I feel the need to like make this public service announcement. Eggnog tastes like cum. If you are someone who enjoys eating or drinking eggnog, you are just communicating to everyone that you swallow. Okay, eggnog tastes like cum, and kale tastes like ass. That is my TED Talk, everyone. Thank you for listening. Uh, but no, I mean, with Christmas, it, I, I've been very much so like it's a treat yourself kind of experience, you know? So I decided to buy a few little trinkets for myself for Christmas. Uh, I bought a Nintendo Switch. Anyone else have a Switch? Okay, so there's a feature to the Nintendo Switch where you can play people uh, over the internet if you add them as a friend. Yeah, my only Switch friend is a guy I fucked on vacation in Prague over a year ago. And what a way to slide into your DMs that was. <laughs> like, that is the most 2020 you up text I've ever gotten. A Switch request from someone I slept with over a year ago on another continent. He's like, now we can play Mario Kart together. I'm like, the last time I used the banana power-up on you, I was thrusting my dick into your asshole, and I'm so glad the door was open for that one. Uh, the other game that I've been playing, Animal Crossing. Um, why am I supposed to think Animal Crossing is fun? It's just chores. Like, all I'm doing is going to the grocery store. Like, I don't even do that on a week when I have two extra days out of the office. Like, if I'm not doing it in real life, I'm not going to do it on this fictitious island. <laughs> but there is something that I do really appreciate about uh, Animal Crossing, which is to pay your bills on the island, you don't use the money that you accrue through doing all of these tasks. Now, you use miles that you travel to pay your bills. And I just think that that is a really good lesson for 2020. Like, when you have a serious financial commitment that you need to make, run away and it will go away. And you get to keep all of the money you're currently earning. I think that should be somehow incorporated into our new stimulus plan. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, no, but in, in addition to my Switch, um, I also bought a weighted blanket because apparently the world wasn't weighing me down enough. <laughs> like, cool, let's just, you know, buy something that will suffocate me in my sleep. Like, that will solve everything that's going on in the world right now. It's made with, like, it's like a blanket, but then it's filled with, like, these little glass beads, too. So it's like, oh, good. Like, not only will I be crushed to death, I'll also be sliced up inside out from this blanket. Uh, but no, um, I read that they're really good for relieving stress. And 
this might be the most millennial thing I could have done is to say, you know what? That's how I'm going to not be so stressed. Not from like solving anything in my life that causes stress. I am instead going to buy a blanket. Yeah, uh, I've been having um, issues with anxiety recently, which is the most millennial problem I could have, just to be clear. And uh, my therapist seems to think it's because I don't have a good relationship with anger. He's like, you know, you don't you don't seem to be able to lean into anger. You don't seem to um, be be willing to accept conflict. I'm like, you haven't seen me in line at brunch. I will cut a bitch for eggs, Benny. Okay, when this shit is all said and done, I will be going for it at the brunch lines right afterward. Uh, I've been watching it all on Netflix. Has anyone else been watching Netflix? Okay, I watched The Crown. Anyone watch The Crown? Yeah, slow build, not gonna lie. That first season, that episode about the fog almost broke me as a human being. <laughs> so for those of you who haven't seen this episode, uh, there's, there's an episode in The Crown where London has a lot of fog and that is it. <laughs> that is the plot of a 50-minute episode of television where the queen is like, London has been plagued by a terrible fog. And I can't see where I'm going because of the dreadful fog. And then for the remaining 49 minutes of the episode, everyone's like, I can't see. Where am I going? And then this one chick at one point can't see where she's going. She gets hit by a bus. And like, I don't know, like that was some drama that I feel like the episode needed, but like the rest of it, it was just a snooze fest. Oh, and spoiler alert, at the end of all of this, the fog goes away. <laughs> Who saw that one coming? But no, I, I, I've been watching The Crown. Uh, I watched The Queen's Gambit. Did anyone watch that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah turns out chess, not interesting. <laughs> Not a sport, not interesting. The alcohol part, like the alcoholism, like that, that I was there for, but uh, no. Oh, yeah. That was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, there are just like a little too many like Soviet men that I was just like a little too into into that program. But uh, yeah, I'm like, maybe I need to add Russia to the countries that I should go frolic in. And then I was like, you should not add Russia to the countries that you should go frolic in, Peter. <sighs> no, 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 no. Um, I think that's where I'm gonna end it. Merry Christmas. Remember, um, if you are still finishing off your uh, holiday treats, that uh, eggnog tastes like cum. I'm Peter Struckmeyer. Thank you. Peter Struckmeyer, everyone. Yay. And then yay. And then yay again. Um, Josh and everybody else, there's more food here, too. I've got all of the chicken and the chicken salad and the stuff and the, and the, 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 the pot, the, 
the triple cream brie is in a croute that's made from pot puff pastry that I made myself. It's really good. It's in the, yeah, I made pot puff. I know I'm an insane person. I'm an absolute crazy person. Do you want to go up now or do you want to wait? He wants to go up now. It says, now is the time. I haven't seen him in a couple days. He's an exciting man. Put your hands together for Josh Kanye. Yeah. Um, Peter, you would add Russia to the list of countries in which you would frolic. Don't end a sentence in a preposition. Oh no! Oh no. Oh no. What a bitch. What a, what a grammar bitch. What, a, what is this? I thought it was comedy, you grammar bitch. Um, the contents of Kyle Rittenhouse's Christmas stocking, three lumps of coal and one my pillow. I eat a lot of Reese's peanut butter cups around the holiday times. I think the best thing that Reese's peanut butter cups has going for them is that Hitler never ate one, because then there would decidedly be several wrong ways to eat a Reese's. Huh? I'm being racy. Proud boys sing in the choir, setting big, crosses on fire a terrible fight between black and white walking in a nazi trumper land gone away is the jubert okay what what calm down i was watching christmas carol you guys are familiar with uh, charles dickens a christmas carol Scrooge is very mean to his employees, go home, falls asleep, has revelatory night, being visited by ghosts of different time periods, wakes up in the morning a changed man, right? I figured out what actually happens in Christmas Story is that his employees just fucking dose him, like right before he goes home. I figured it out, because he takes like this 40-minute hard walk all the way back to his house, and then he gets home and his door knocker's like doing weird shit, and he starts to see his business partners that die that he was friends with and he's starting to like trip and he's like fuck it i'm just gonna go to sleep but he goes to sleep and he just trips even harder it's like shutting his eyes makes it even worse and i'm like yeah dude fucking bob cratchit just fucking <laughs> switched out his earl gray with some mushrooms on the last day and he's like if this doesn't fix that old crotchety bitch nothing will bah humbug I hate when people say like the phrase like, oh yeah, you heard me, but you didn't listen to me. You know, like you're hearing me, Josh, but you're not listening to the words I'm saying. Fuck you. Don't say, <laughs> don't say that anymore. Nobody says like, oh, you're, yeah, you're sweating, but you're not perspiring. Uh, shut, shut the fuck up. It's the same, the same people that say that are the same fucking assholes that say every year, on Thanksgiving, they're like, oh, I'm thankful every day. I don't need a day to remind me to be thankful. Fuck those people. I would say with Christmas, I'm like, I don't need a day to remind me that I hate my family. I hate them all year. Thank you. Something about getting hit in the balls. Okay. So, I'm dreaming 
of an Aryan Christmas. The kind with no blacks and free blow. With the crosses burning and children learning to hate everyone they don't know. I'm dreaming of a BLM Christmas with every Molotov I light, where police respect human rights and where none of them kneel on my neck all night. Do 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 Thank you. Thank you. Matt's like, I shut the door on that. <laughs> After that, that's his big, woo. Um, I'm also working on, I'm, I'm out of stuff now, so I'm just going to do the other things I'm working on. Um, I want to do the my COVID Alanis cover that I'm working on. It would go something like this. Um, I'm sick, but I'm working. I'm smart, but I'm unemployed. I'm positive, but not symptomatic. And what it all comes down to is that 1% of you need to die, die, die. Because I've got one hand in my pocket, and the other one's putting my mask on. Thank you. I've decided my new album is gonna be called Everything is Fucked and We Are All Gonna Die. Yeah. And I think, and my new, I'm gonna like host a new socially distant comedy show in the new year. I'm gonna call it either Glory Hole Comedy or Circle Jerk Comedy, which, which do you think? Glory Hole. <laughs> Glory Hole. It's safer. It's where you do comedy through this big of a hole to your audience. <laughs> Stick the, you stick your tongue through to do an impression or something. That's all you can do. And be like, trust me, on the other side of this hole, I am a 19-year-old girl. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. um, you guys know the dreidel song, right? And you like make it of all the dudes. Like, dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I made it out of clay. And then when it's ready. And then you keep changing the thing that the dreidel's made out of. You know, and that's the song. It's like a Jewish like children's song. Um, so I rewrote it, and now it goes like this. Dildo, 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 I made it out of clay, and when it's lubed and ready, with dildo I will play. Oh, dildo, dildo, dildo. No? Okay. I got eight of them. <laughs> or eight, eight inch. I got an inch every day, and I got an eight inch dildo by the end of Hanukkah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, if you don't know, I'm Korean, and I'm Jewish, okay? So I can produce your K-pop album. On a budget. <laughs> Bang. Bang. Um, everybody, all oh guys, we all know how big our dicks are, right? Yeah. Like, how big is your dick? Like, you, like, you know, like, I'm not going to, okay, I won't, I won't put you on the spot. But, like, you know down to, like, the decimal point how big your dick is, right? Exactly average. The exactly average. Exactly the, exactly the global average. Like, it matters. Like, like, girls are, are going, like, hmm, you know, I wonder what Sri Lankan dicks are like. Hmm, like what's what's the dick on like the other side of the planet like? Um, no, all guys know, and that's especially comedians know because comedy is just a dick measuring contest to begin with. But then, but comedians always know. Comedians always know exactly how. 
because it's like you have the the dick measuring contest is just like a contest of like who can jam that ruler deep in her, deeper into their abdomen, you know, like that. Like you have the the winner of the dick measuring contest is always the guy that comes out. He's like, I, I yeah, I win. I have a ten inch cock and a deep puncture wound in my pelvis. <laughs> That's really funny if you've ever like tried to get that extra quarter inch. Okay, this is going great. I haven't seen a doctor for eight years. Just saying. No punchline there. <laughs> my girlfriend was like, do you want to put something on? And I started putting a plastic bag over my head and a rubber band. She was like, no, a show. <laughs> um, so. So the crown. <laughs> I like you guys because you let me do this stand-up comedy proving that you don't have to be successful in order to be a total failure um yeah i've been having oh we're getting a new uh mattress for christmas that's the big thing um because our mattress sucks i have so much lower back problems for real um like and before i found out that we were gonna get a new mattress my back was hurting so much i was so desperate for a mattress i was like as anybody's grandma died of COVID lately that could give me their old dad, their dead grandma's COVID mattress, because I will take, I will take it. I draw the line at like one of those double, you know those beds where like one person can recline and the other person's like, the one person can sit up and the other person's lying down. I was like, I draw the line. I, do, I don't want that mattress if it was used like by an angry wife to like decapitate the guy like she pushes his head into the into the slit and then lays her bed down and cuts his head off. That's where I draw the line. I won't take that mattress, but I'll take your COVID mattress, your dead grandma's COVID mattress. Disturbing. Okay. Lots, lots of stuff about Hitler, 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 Hitler. Okay. Yeah. Wow. A lot about. A lot about Hitler. Um. People are like fuck. The police, I say, fuck the pileys. Am I right? Shouldn't have to pay for a pie in installments. Cool. <laughs> uh, have you ever noticed, like, when they make a movie and it's called like someone's game? That game's never good. You know, Molly's game, Gerald's game. Gerald's game's good. Yeah, but it's the game is not good. Like being chained to a bed and having to cut off your hand to get out of it because your husband like had a heart attack is not like a good a good game. Like you should because they they typically don't make movies about games that were good and then call them that game. They just call the game like checkers and it's just in the closet and that's and that's as far as things go. Like what like like if Monopoly was like the mayor's game, it's like ugh, like ooh, what the the mayor's like a sick pervert. Like ugh, what did you? What do I have to do? This free parking isn't really free. What do I got to do for you? Ventnor Avenue. Okay. And, and I think after all this political stuff, um, I want to start a strip club where like all the strippers are named after like stuff in the electoral college, you know? <laughs> like, like, give it up for your next dancer, democracy. Oh, she's got a hanging chad right here. Ooh. 
Merry Christmas. Josh Kahn, everyone. Representing the A's all the time. Uh, this is, this is, he's going to do something. He's got to. So you're a, now you're a pitcher for the A's. No. Is that what you're saying? Because you have long hair. Who am I? You're Brandon Crawford with glasses on, no. and an A's outfit. Your long hair, hat on backwards, white elephant hat on backwards. Frosty. You're Frosty Nugs. You're just as Frosty Nugs. Oh. This is my Frosty, Frosty Nugs hat. He's dressed as Frosty Nugs. An impression. Uh, you're, you're not doing a frosty impression unless you're doing a drug. <laughs> are no. you gonna do? A, are you gonna? Can you do a strong line of hard black heroin? I thought about like what would it be like? What would Frosty's set be, knowing that he's dead and knowing that everyone's reacting to him? Like what would his Tom Sawyer eulogy to himself be? You know, like he'd like. He'd want you to do a line. He'd right want now you to like, everybody here heroin. do a line. And, uh, no, you know, no, no, but you have a joke. I want. I was trying to set you up for your joke. I'm sorry. Oh. Saying that you should do a line of strong black heroin, and yeah. then I thought that you'd be like, oh yeah, and then uh, you, you don't always. I'll have wait it in definitively pocket. until the news comes in that it wasn't heroin that killed him. No, no, I it was supposed to, supposedly it's <laughs> appendicitis. Appendicitis. Yeah, that's what somebody said. We'll so, but um, no, I know I'm really sad. He was near and dear to me because I used to do right when I was starting comedy. Like I got canceled right away at uh, Penelope. Yeah, and then right down the street was like the unicorn where the people were at at Bricks mm -hmm. and stuff. Oh, at Bricks! Oh my God, yeah. Bricks was the best, and he always had free food. And I'm like, how do you? He always fed have everybody, free food? you know. I'm like, like, how do you do that? That's crazy. And he, he always constantly did. Constantly wanted to. He was always trying. He was trying to, to give me a hundred bucks every time he yeah, saw me. Yeah, he was always. Trying I was to like, pay stop trying to give me a hundred bucks. That got canceled because yeah. his generator got stolen. He was he he tried to give me a hundred bucks so many times, and I was like, I can't take your money. Put it toward whatever. Like he's like, but you work for me and you posted and i'm like i, I love told, you yeah, it's i cool. told him to keep that i just you don't know. i can't anyway i miss him too yeah and it's gonna be weird and it I just weird. It's still, it's i'm still in shock i still don't believe that it's real when i f you know when i feel the way that it's weird doing jokes and be like ah, but you know but he was uh an institution and he gave me yeah. like for my first time great i had all these things i want to say about him when i was like crying in the shower over about it but i can't remember any of them now but great dude Fed everybody, and you know what? So many fucking people shit on the guy. So many people treat him like shit. Talk no, shit about he's him. He's a great stuff. guy. He's a great guy. We always fucking chilled it, and like you know, like he's I very don't know. generous. People, kind soul. It's it's you know it's the it's the Frosties and the Pam Benjamins of the world are just like trying to work out the shit and give everybody a seat at the table, and people just gravitate towards that, and they're like vultures, and they just want to be like, I'll pick at you, and like fuck you. Rah, rah, rah. He like, lived hard, and he lived the way he wanted to live. And yeah, I he didn't respect listen to his those integrity people. and the way he lived his life. He lived his life exactly the way he wanted to live it. He did whatever he wanted to do yeah, whenever he wanted to he do didn't, it. He didn't listen Fucking to the people kudos. Who like, Yeah, exactly. Uh, younger than me, which is the thing that freaks me out, is that he and I had a conversation yeah. not too long ago when he propositioned yeah. me, and I was like, No, Pam, I, I didn't proposition you, Pam. He did. He propositioned me. No, no, here's He propositioned me for sex. He was I like, said, You're single right now. I said, Come back to my hotel room and do drugs and get single. naked. And he was single, and I mean, I'm coming I'm on to you. I'm also single. 
So he propositioned me for sex, and I was like, no, no, no. There's no, no. also I, and I said because yeah. I skew younger, Frosty, because I think he's he was 44 and I'm 46, and so he's younger than me, but not enough younger. But a lovely human being. Who's next? Where's that list? Oh, it's uh, me. I'm the next person. Introduce me. All right, your your next comedian runs Muni Radio, and uh, who is the next comedian? I, uh, uh, it's uh, give it up for the lovely Pam Benjamin, everybody. Bag of shame. Bag of shame. Yeah, it might be a little loud for me. I should probably turn this down. I don't need to hear myself this loud. It's fine over there. I know how it works. But things are delicious. The weed is in the pastry. I'm like the only one who's eaten it and I'm super high. There's so much chicken. Have another sandwich. Look, there's four more breads to make sandwiches out of. And the cranberry I made myself today out of real cranberries. I'm sorry. I just like to cook. I'm a lonely cat lady. My cats are so bored of me. Seriously. The first the first day I spent with my cats on Wednesday, I was like laying with my cats and I was like, I love you. And they were like snuggling up with me and they're like, we love you. And they were like, I was touching them. I was like, this is amazing. Every second is joy and wonderment. And then the second day yesterday, they were a little more standoffish. And today they were hiding from me. I was like, what the fuck? My cats are ghosting me? Like you spend for, oh my God spend 48 hours with me and you're like can't do it anymore <laughs> she keeps talking to us all the time when is she gonna shut up <laughs> anyway i love my cats i'm not mr poopy butthole was talking to me today more no that's her name mr poopy butthole she's great um but i did i made the cranberry and i mean so the reason that i didn't i was supposed to do all this yesterday for myself and i didn't because on New Year, New Year's Eve on Christmas Eve, I got super drunk, and I fell on my butt, and it hurt. I was, I'm literally butt hurt right now. But I walked around, and I've kind of figured it out. Oof! But it's still the bruise. It is insane, and it just started. You couldn't even see it yesterday, and it just started today, which means it's gonna go for like a week and a half. I'm really excited. Like I have some you know, things to do in the next couple of weeks. Looking at my ass going like, look at that color, that's interesting. I've already watched all of Rick and Morty, so what else do I have to do? <laughs> Except look at my ass in the mirror. Ooh, we can see the colors, that's fun. The other thing I have to do lately is put outfits together. Um, hello, this is the cutest outfit. Can you agree? I am fucking styling myself to the night. I figured it out. Oh, how many... America's Next Top Models do I have to watch before I fucking figure it out? Like, I can't fucking style myself, bitches. I know. I've been getting so much attention in the tender. And, <laughs> so, I mean, and I know. There was, um, I, got a, I usually get really good ones. My favorite one is, girl, you've been living a long time to look 22. But this week, I'm, like, I'm really, like, I don't have anything to do with my time. I walk here. I give myself a lot of time. So I wait patiently walking down the street, having manners giving everyone six feet. I'm in the tenderloin. No one's giving anyone six feet, but I'm waiting patiently. There's things and wheelchairs and all this stuff. And so, like, I was waiting very patiently for a minute, and then these two gentlemen, like, waved me through. Like, it was like a gauntlet of people, right? They, like, waved me through. And then he said to me, I wait for you forever, baby. 
And I was like, oh, thank you. Thank you. Makes me feel good. My cats can't give me compliments. Like, all they can. Whenever they lick each other, I'm like, I'm doing something right as a mom. Yay, they love each other. <laughs> Yay. You don't want a cat to lick you. That's gross. No, it feels weird. It feels that their tongues are all barbed and strange. And like if they started licking my face, I'd, I'd feel like I have too much hair on my chin and it's time to pluck. You know, it's hard. I don't know, I have a lot of hair on my face. And the only way I can pluck them is if I put on my glasses. And it is really, it is a deep, dark exploration into my soul. I can only do it for like five, 10 minutes at a time because I'm like, this is too scary. <laughs> is this what I really look like? I have this weird wrinkle on my chin that I can only see when I have my glasses on and I just want to beer goggle myself all the time. Is that okay? Can I just do that, please? That's the beauty of getting old. What happened? No, no, I just can't. I, I'm going blind because I'm old. That's the beauty of age is that I can't see anything. So I sometimes look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, God damn, I'm cute. And then I put on my glasses and I'm like, holy fuck, who is that? Same person, same person on the inside. Oh, I'm an old lady and the wind moves right through me. Howl's Moving Castle. One of my favorite movies of all time because it's a little girl who turns into an old lady and this weird middle-aged guy loves her anyway. Ageless man, sort of a Jesus figure, you know. Loves her anyway, despite her age or appearance. Thanks, Jesus. Thanks, Miyazaki. Anyone who's been to my house knows that I have a, I have a fetish for Disney, and I have, um, I have original, I have some original cereal cells, and it's they're all the princes. It's uh, <laughs> Sleeping Beauty and the Prince. It's all the different hair colored princes, and it's Snow White and Cinderella, and they all have one's blonde, one's has black hair. Anyway, so the princes, and if anyone knows, it's like <laughs> myth is real. Like like, I tried to redeem myself of the Disney myth like by I read Joseph Campbell and oh, oh and Star Wars is a great myth and I love that mythology too but like all the mythologies that we can sort of pay homage to leave me in the same place which is I'm not the hero and someone's gonna save me and I'm like where's the fucking female hero oh does it have to be Mulan except that she's like playing her dad and at the end she wants the guy anyway so it's like what is my fucking thing to do I'm sorry. Feminism is rough. <laughs> it's hard. Like, my clit is so big, I can use a Cheerio as a cock ring. Like, I want... If I had a dick, my life would have been so much different. Ooh. I'd still love boys. Like, I would fuck the shit out of... I love... It, I just... It's kind of sad, because I'm like, mm, I'm a cisgendered female, and I'm like, I want to be a gay man! I want to like indiscriminately fuck. Like, yes! And look pretty when I want to look pretty and look manly when I want, I mean, oh. Mm. I don't know how big my dick would be though because I'm kind of short and, but I'm lank, I'm not lanky, no. I got big ball energy. I don't have big dick energy. I think that I'd be like small dick, big balls, kind of. I mean, I'm 5'5", five five, right? And I'm not like, <laughs> I don't know. 
I always did. I I've, I've said this before, but not very many times. My first wet dream as a child, I think I was like 11, um, it, and I still remember it to this day. Like I had a dick, but I was fucking myself. So I was looking at myself, and I was on top of myself, but I had a dick. Ha <laughs> Right, but I was 11. Like, ah! But I also, I was masturbating at like four. When I was five years old, I tried to teach Valerie Duda how to masturbate, and I remember being like, and I remember the room perfectly, and the way the wallpaper looked, and the bedspread, and I was like, you sit on your fists like this, and you do this, and I was like, and I did my thing, and she was like, I don't get it, and I was like, okay. <laughs> like, to eat your own, girl. But then, I mean, and I got in trouble. I got in trouble in kindergarten because I was really uncomfortable because I couldn't tie my shoes, but I could read and no one could figure out what was going on with me. And so I was like masturbating like whenever I was uncomfortable, like in the classroom and the teacher, but it was at a Christian school. It was at a Christian school. I'm at a Christian school with 18 kids and I'm like masturbating in the corner because I feel so uncomfortable because I'm four and everyone else is five and I know how to read, but I can't tie my shoes. And they're all like, you're dumb. And I'm like, I can read this book. <laughs> like, what are we? And I was fat. I know, fat little girl masturbating in the corner. <laughs> and they call my parents into this fucking parent-teacher conference and they're like, your child's masturbating and the devil is obviously inside her. And my parents are like, maybe she feels uncomfortable because everyone hates her because you set that up, you awful teacher. Okay, I'll tell you one more story about that. The reason that I, I can trace, I like I've done all the work. Like I'm old now, so I'm like, oh, I went through all my issues, and I haven't been through therapy, but I did my own therapy. Blah blah blah. When did you realize that like your body wasn't good enough, and you had to become bulimic? Blah blah blah. So when I was like five in kindergarten, we had to read, memorize Bible verses, and I can memorize anything. Like I was like a memorized central forever. <laughs> So I get up to the front of the classroom and I memorize my Bible verse and I say it in front of everybody. And everyone else, when they say it, they get a little ice cream cone. And they're all licking their little ice cream cones. Oh, they're so cute. And my teacher gives me graham crackers and says to me, fat little girls, don't get anywhere in the world. You don't get ice cream. And I said, uh, my Bible verse was perfect. And like I had like, you know, I was, I had probably acted it out too and like said it with, and I had to sit there, and everyone else had an ice cream cone, and I had graham crackers, and I was like, they made me feel different. And so from then on, and I, I remember being in third grade and being in vacation Bible school, and it was summertime, and I had a skirt on because we had to wear skirts, and I remember putting my toes up because I felt like my thighs got too fat when they were pushed down on the seat. Like if I looked down, I was like, my thighs are so fat. And I was in third grade. These are like real fucking memories. So people were putting body shame into me as like a small, small child. What am I supposed to do with that? You'll never be good enough unless you're skinny and pretty. Ha 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 And then we've got the first lady, Melania, and she's not even good enough either. And she's gorgeous. But Botox. I almost, my mom gave me $150 for Christmas and I thought about getting Botox, but it feels like it's the slippery slope I can never come back from. Like when I do it the first time, that's it. I have to do it forever, right? Because everyone's going to believe that I was this way and I have to not tell anybody. And then they're just going to believe that that's the way it is. And then I have to spend all that money every four months forever. Okay. I shouldn't get Botox. I should spend that 150 bucks on booze. 
Am I boring you yet? Okay, let me sing you. I'll sing you my song. And I only just, because I've never sang my song for you, and I want to sing my song. Um, so I wrote a musical years ago about a book that I wrote, which was about an insane asylum. And one of the characters in the insane asylum, uh, he thinks he's Judy Garland. So he's like 50-ish, and he's balding, and he has his like hospital gown on, but he definitely has ruby red slippers, and he's awesome. And sometimes he screams in the corner, Liza, you never loved me, Liza, because he thinks he's Judy Garland. Okay, this is the song. And it's from, again, I am not myself. I, I almost got thrown out of grad school for this song because one of the teachers was um, super lesbian and stuff, and I was like, but this is parody, and it's a song, and it's art and stuff, and it's, I'm not, okay, you'll see, you'll see what we're getting to. Okay, 50-year-old man. I always wanted to be the prettiest girl on the block, and now I am, but it's the cell block. I always wanted to be the loveliest dame with a cock, and now I am, but don't want your cock. Maybe I'll stroke it for a moment. You can borrow my fingers for the day, but just give me some of those fabulous pills so I can feel okay. There's just something about those fabulous pills that make me feel okay. There's just something about those fabulous pills that make me feel so gay, but not gay, gay. I'm Judy Garland, not some fucking dyke. They used to put some pretty pills in my red slippers. They used to put pretty pills in my glitter pumps. Put some darling narcotics in my fist here. I even like the ones that make me take a dump. Cause there's just something about those fabulous pills that make me feel okay. There's just something about those fabulous pills that make me feel so gay, but not gay, gay. I'm Judy Garland, not some fucking dyke. Pills, how I love my pills. I need them. Please retrieve them. Give them. I don't want to have to use this shift, man. Cause there's just something about those fabulous pills that make me feel okay. There's just something about those fabulous pills that make me feel so gay, but not gay, gay. I'm Judy Garland, not some fucking dyke. Watch out, I'll cut you. Thank you. That's a song from my musical. I cut out. I cut out one. I cut out one little verse just because I didn't want to bore you. Um, but I did write a musical. And what else did I want to talk about? No, we already talked about my cute outfits lately. And no, I don't think I have anything else to say to you people today. Hey, J Dubs, do you want to play some guitar? We should bring up another thing for your stuff. And uh, thanks for being here. There's more sandwiches. There's so much chicken. And look at all the pot food. Oh, goodness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we'll turn all these up. This will be for your guitar. Yay! Yay! Yay. I'll give you a fresh bag for safety.
I'm messaging you because I've been made aware of false claims that I am harassing a member of the Cousins. Your bandmate clearly doesn't know what harassment is. Your bandmate may be referring to my First Amendment, which is freedom of speech. I, on the other hand, was harassed by the same individual making these false accusations. It was the early morning hours of July 26, 2019. I told your band member to stop texting me. They went on a delusional texting rant for an hour, deprived me of my sleep. <laughs> Frosting nugs, frosting nugs, frosting nugs, frosting nugs, rip, rip, frosting nugs, rip, rip. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of made uh, everything up right there. I did it for frosting nugs, and um, yeah, I actually never actually met frosting nugs, but uh, <laughs> Mauricio was talking about frosting nugs. <laughs> on my show the other day, he came in a couple weeks ago, and I was like, Frosty Nugs? And I was just like, are you going to smoke that or snort that? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, what is that? That's a nice little hybrid. Um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, happy 2020. Yeah, almost over with this shit. All right, I'm going to play, uh, since we're in the mission, I'll do that Tamale Lady song. Take you back to the future. Everyone and everything is a beautiful creature. Alejandra, Ale, Andale, Alejandra, Ale, Andale. I'll take you back to the future. Everyone and everything is a beautiful creature. Then I'll make a more land, we're not getting any younger. Every day's a first day of summer. She's chilling like Bob Dylan, like a match, Johnny Cash. She's a man with six strings attached. She's just a man, they are them. Woo man, woo man. I'll take you back to the future. Everyone and everything is a beautiful creature. Velvet Cantina. I'm kicking back in the Latin America club. I'm taking Muni back to the real San Pancho. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Take it back to the future. Everyone and everything is a beautiful creature. I'll take it back to the future. Everyone and everything is a beautiful creature. Just a frog, a frog in the summer wind. Just a frog. Frog in the summer wind, Alejandra, 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 Alejandra. 
just a frog in the summer wind, just a frog, frog in the summer wind. Alejandra, 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 Alejandra. El Rey, Double Rano, Del Beso. Okay, yeah, so I was going to actually, yeah, so uh, this, one of the lyrics in this, uh, uh, in this song is inspired by Pam. I was talking to Pam about it. What's even cooler about it, so she's getting catcalled in the tenderloin. And so that's part of the joke, and it's on a, based on a true story, I think. And so what's cool about it is you got these people, you know, you're inspired, you're like hummingbirds, and we're inspired by these things around us. And then um, I'm just going to play this song. Shut up and play guitar. Guess who's in the building? Make it snazz, make it snazzy, make it jazz, make it jazz. And walk in the dough, light up the room. Fashionista in a tech room. Make it flash, make it flashy, make it class, make it classy. Walk the dough, light of the room, fashionista in the tech. Guess who's in the building? Guess who's in the building? Guess who's in the building? Caliente. Walk the dough, light of the room, fashionista in the tech boom. Hey, you got a nice print on today. You've been living a long time to be looking 22. Dough out of the room, fashionista and attack bull. Make it snazz, make it snazzy, make it jazz, make it jazz. Walking the dough out of the room, fashionista and attack bull. Make it flash, make it flashy, make it class, make it classic. Walking the dough out of the room, fashionista and attack bull. Guess who's in the building? Guess who's in the building? Guess who's in the building? Caliente. Walking the dough, light at the room, fashionista in the tech room. Bitty bitty bang bang, chitty chitty boom boom, bitty bang chitty boom, bitty bitty boom boom. Ballet caliente. <laughs> Bitty, 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 boom, boom. Bitty, bitty, bang, bang, chitty, chitty, boom, boom. Bitty, bang, chitty, boom, bitty, bitty, boom, boom. Walking the dough, light at the room, fashionista in the tech boom. Got this techno beat. I'm more Britney Spears usually, but I'm not here. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that, that's a song that a lot of the songs that I would think of anything around here, even jokes too, I'm sure it's like it just all organically kind of evolves. Um, 
You're, right. you're part of making art happen, J.W. Blunt. Hey, everybody listening in Mutiny Radio Land, you can listen to the J.W. Megawag Show with J.W. Blunt, the Candy Man. Clap it up for him. Yay! Every Friday from 4 to 6, he brings amazing interviews with incredible artists, and he also does Tiki Desk Concert safely, COVID-friendly, from his outdoor patio. He records amazing bands out there, and everybody's safe and fun. The jazz band from the other day was insane. I, w- I thought it was like Coltrane shit, and I was like, what? I go, no, these are just guys playing at my house. It <laughs> was the uh, Gavin Holleran band. It was Gavin Holleran band? Yeah, it was really cool, you know, because with that, because it was raining. So we've been doing these on Sundays, and it was the first time in that this whole year that a Sunday that it had rained or something. So we actually set everything up inside by the Christmas tree, so it kind of worked out. But and but just uh, just so everyone knows about safety, your place is as big as this place. It was huge, and there were only a couple of people in there. That, so don't let anybody freak out. We're not vectors. Also, can everyone remember that only 176 people have died in San Francisco of COVID, and 636 people have died of opiate overdoses in San Francisco this year? So what's the real pandemic? I mean, here for us, maybe I get it. Like we don't, I mean, and it's so funny because San Francisco, we're supposed to be such orgy clowns. Like we're supposed to spit in each other's mouths and be the grossest fucking freakazoids ever. And like none of us died or got sick. The death count is not nil. The death count is fentanyl. (laughs) Oh. Yes. (coughs) So all I know is that HIV was like a, big thing or whatever but COVID seems to be scary like why didn't we shut shit down for HIV I'm just confused anyway um because I guess because rich people get COVID not that did they didn't shut it down like this bro um I think that Josh Kahn wants to play some accordion it's like you know what we're doing we're doing variety hour now hey it's mutiny radio we're doing variety fun time hour we got our next comedian he's gonna play an accordion can you hear it on there the mic so i just went and got ratchet straps Special and the cream. 
Is it hard to sing and play at the same time? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and this is not like... I know that song. This is not like it's not like a workout. Yeah, it's, it's so not... So fucking special. Oh, straps for this. There were like 100-year-old leather straps on this thing that finally broke. I got them to under. He has them in his possession. Okay. Because I'm a queen. How heavy is it? How much does it weigh? A lot. No, I mean, guess a, guess an amount. 27 pounds? No, like, no, under 20 pounds. It under 20? Like, Still, so it's like a baby. It's like a small baby. Yeah, it was like 15 pounds, maybe, or something 15. like that. 15. Like it's got to be more than 15. I'm going 17 and a half. I don't know. It's like a fat baby. It weighs like a fat oh, yeah? baby. Do I know any songs about fat babies? Yeah, I'm just I'm just spitballing here, but it, it weighs like what a fat baby does. It's just a fat, 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 fat little fat. That was an old uh, Amy Grant song. All right, keep playing, baby. You're listening to MutinyRadio.fm and .sf. We're here. Frosty Nugs is dead, and we're super bummed about it. Uh, if you have if you have any drugs to take, take them and say like, "Hey, Frosty, this is for you," because he would want that. He would want you to take your drugs in the name of him. I said a fat. What are you saying? I said a fat, 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 fatly fat. I said a, a fat, 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 fatly fat. I said a big fat, 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 fatly fat. I said a, a fat, fat, fat. I said a, a fat, fat, fat. Ooh, I'm fat. I gotta, oh, oh, why am I fat? Who put this fat guy in the mirror? Oh, my mirror broken. The guy's fat. I mean, you've got to keep, it's true, you you have to hold it and play it, because if you're going to try to make money off it, you have to be able to do it for yeah, hours. Yeah, you like walk around, stroll. Walk around, strolling yeah, stroll. Make it look easy. You can't make it look hard. you got to make it look easy.
This is Muni Radio, and you're listening to me practice accordion. Yay! No, it sounded like an homage to Frosty Nugs. It was very like that was very like old schooly, very Everything like Everything is a homage to Frosty Nugs tonight. It sounded super like Irishy, sad face, you know? Yeah. Here here's a here's a Frosty Nugs song. If there's one thing I have said Is that the dreams I once had Now lay in bed As the four winds blow my high wits Through the door It's been the worst day since yesterday falling down to you sweet ground and pastures green that I've yet to see hurry back to me my wild frosty It's been the worst day since yesterday. Hell says hello, well it's time I should go. It's been the worst day since yesterday. That was beautiful. R.I.P. Frosty. No, seriously, that was gorgeous. R.I.P. Frosty. That was super, super amazing. Thank you so much for that. How do you feel? It's all recorded. It's all recorded. Yeah, uh, we're in... We're in a show right now called Safe Sets. That's the name of the show that's recorded. Safe Sets, S-E-T-S. I'll, I'll tag all of us, unless anybody's scared of getting in trouble. But I mean, I mean, we're all fine, come on. Frosty died of not COVID, like, come on now. Are we sure? No, he had appendicitis, they say. No, I don't think, well, we don't know. I, I mean, I know he was a poor person like me, and I have Medi-Cal, but he isn't the kind of guy to jump through the hoops to do the stuff. Like, getting food stamps and Medi-Cal actually takes a, a lot of work that show up at isn't like a shit. sort of a frosty thing to do. So I I doubt that he was on Medi-Cal, and that might, I speculate that that might be one of the reasons maybe he felt sick, but he didn't feel like he had the money to do whatever he had to do because he didn't have the... Like, I've got Medi-Cal. I fell on my face uh, in February, and I was blackout drunk, and I got put in a 
and a uh, ambulance. I didn't have to pay for that ambulance. I'm on Medi-Cal. They stitched up my face. They did such a good job. They took out a wrinkle. The wrinkle's back. But they took out a wrinkle for a minute. It was so cute. And I didn't, I mean, but it's because I jumped through the hoops. Hey, poor people. You have to jump through the hoops to get this shit. And I know it sucks. And I really do work hard, too. I work more than 80 hours a week at my job. I just don't get paid normal money because I chose to do my art. Yay! And that somehow is penalized in the American system of like, oh, if you do what you want to do, fuck you. You have to suffer. You better do something you hate, like insurance. You better sit in a cubicle for eight hours a day and want to kill yourself to make enough money to pay for your mortgage so your kids can have the cute shoes that they need so their friends will make fun of them. Ah! I'm just not choosing that life, bro. Cool. He really is good at this instrument it is. We can smoke inside, by the way, friends. Yes, we're fine. Yeah, if I'm here and I say it's okay, it's okay. As long as everyone in here is okay. If anyone has a problem with people smoking inside, like if you're like, ooh, smoking inside, it's gross. Pam and then I'll obviously you say... Can smoke inside, okay. the police don't make us hide. says we can do her drugs to celebrate the life of frosty nuts let's get to the point let's roll another joint put the So let's have another smoke, let's tell another joke, let's go on back to bricks, snooty comedians can suck my dick, and you don't know how it feels, no you don't know how it feels, yeah you don't know how it feels, to be frosty. Oh, you don't know 
to be frosty. that's happening was a really generous guy who gave all of his stuff and he would even buy you want to know how generous he was he'd even buy vegan pizza if there was one vegan comic he'd order an entire vegan pizza just for them to like look at and like have a, maybe one piece, but probably just pick like one of the toppings off and be like, oh, I think I taste gluten. But he would still, and he wouldn't complain. He was grateful. He was just like, thanks for coming and doing time at Bricks, you know? And he'd order this fucking vegan pizza for ungrateful vegans, you know? And it's like, yeah, vegan pizza though. Why, why do that, you know? I think the lesson here just is order every, a salad. everybody get insurance and don't feel scared. Or how about this? If you don't have insurance, don't feel scared to call and get the help you need because you can always apply later and be like, I don't have anything. You can't squeeze blood from a stone. Uh, I wanted to say, while we're all talking about Frosty and everything, you know, it's it's always the... We always say the best things about someone when they're gone. And uh, this might be a good time. There's a lot of like indoor, outdoor, and within indoor and within outdoor sort of like fighting going on amongst comedians. And we're holding old grudges and everything. And this might be a good time to take a look around and maybe bury the hatchet and offer the olive branch to those that, that we're beefing with uh, and start afresh. That's it. Well said. Ernest Evangelista just walked in the room. He might want to do jokes. He might have something to say about Hey, Ernest, you have something to say? And now, give it up for Ernest Evangelista! I just want to say I'm not holding any grudges, uh, but Frosty still does owe me 40 bucks. Still, still counting it. I'll deduct it from his uh, GoFundMe. I don't know. <laughs> you Oh, did you? I just came and came here. Okay. Um. Uh. All all I know. Everyone. Well, every, everyone. Frosty owes everyone forty bucks. No. Okay, I, I'm I'm very sad. I'm sad he passed away yesterday. Also, ironically, I watched the movie Soul yesterday, <laughs> which is about uh, uh, Jamie Foxx's character. He dies, 
and goes into the great beyond. And all I know is uh, whether Frosty's in wherever he's at, he is causing trouble right now. He's yelling at the line in heaven or raising hell in hell. I don't know what he's doing, but he's making someone mad. And that makes us a little bit happy, right? Yeah, maybe your relative is like, wow, my nephew used to hang out with this guy. Gross. But yeah, Frosty, he was a good man. Horrible drug dealer. Good man. (laughs) Horrible drug dealer. Horrible. None of your girl. Mm, Well, that is very true. I know this isn't like really my thing, but uh, Rob, yeah, Frosty had a reputation of being a bad drug dealer. Um, my my fellow comedian um, Mauricio and I forgot the other guy's name, but they had this song called. Uh, they made this song and they would sing this all the time. Uh, it's called Frosty, the worst drug dealer in the world. <laughs> Frosty, the worst drug dealer. He always stashes on your friends. Um, I don't really know this song. It's not my song. Uh, I won't do it. Um, mainly because I can't sing. Uh, but yeah, man. What was always good with Frosty is um, the first time I met Frosty uh, was at Bricks, and this was before I think the bad things happened. Because uh, he would give uh, comics money to do the show. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. He gave us like five bucks. I'm pretty sure it was to launder something. Laundry money, dirty money. Um, But yeah, he would give us, and then he would give us food. And then after a while, that ran out. So he just started giving us nothing. He gave us a lot of time. A lot of time. It was too much time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was a, that was. A, there's many, many beautiful memories and a lot of horrible ones too. But oh. that's part of it. I I spent a, a election day with Frosty. In in a very very dirty motel hotel. <laughs> I think it was called Jack London Hotel, or or how Frosty calls it, Crack London Hotel. <laughs> yeah, and then we'll just uh, we're right in this hotel room yelling. Uh, the window was open. Apparently, you could just commit suicide there, but not really because it's only two feet from the ground. Uh, but yeah, we were just talking and ashing our cigarette outside the window while we yelled at the. The results. Apparently, Frosty hated liberals. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that night, um, he didn't kick us out. It was the lady who were her car we were ashing on. She yelled like, "Hey, you better quit flicking that cigarette at my car. I won't come up there." And then we, yeah, we sh- didn't open that window like that. We shut the window and then we ran out scared. And I think that was the last time I saw Frosty. Mm-hmm. No, 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 that wasn't. 
It was at it was at like uh at like Whole Foods. I think he had a had a place. And uh yeah. I guess that's uh that's my frosty story. Um he uh respected me a lot for going sober, which made me not want to be sober. And he always had good friends and always uh, what was it? Was it called uh, helium? <laughs> Nitrous. Nitrous. He was so fast and furious, man, on that nos. Honestly, he was kind of like Paul Walker. Hmm. Except I'm pretty sure Frosty had way more drugs in the system. <laughs> Yeah, so let's, and he wasn't as good as a, uh, inform- um, yeah, guys, give it up for Frosty, I'll pour one out, or snort one up, <laughs> but he, he's, he, yeah, I'm definitely going to delete his number from my phone now. Oh, uh, I saw it. I still have him on Facebook, do I have him on Facebook? <laughs> I still have one. Yeah. Unfair. All right, R.B. Frosty, Jacquees. Do you know his, his name was Jacquees? His That's name a... was Jamie Phillips. Oh. His name was Jamie Phillips. His name was. His name was Jamie Phillips. On Facebook, it's Jacquees something. His name was Jamie Phillips. Okay, y'all, yeah. give it up, for Frosty man. I haven't done I haven't done my crying thing yet because I have to do it with my cats. It hasn't no it hasn't hit me yet and I still feel like he's in the ether. I feel like I mean I don't know what death. I don't I don't believe in anything or ever. I believe in everything so I believe in nothing, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. but like I seriously was walking here today and I was like what would Frosty want? What would Frosty want? And he would want all of us to have an orgy right now, <laughs> fucking make out, and do all the drugs. Anyone listening at mutinyradio.fm and .sf, if you have any drugs, if you have any drugs, take them right now and like or just frosty. sort of hold them up and be like, to Frosty. Take what, and oh, you have up. those weird shrooms that you've had in the back of your fucking underwear drawer for two and a half weeks and you're like I don't know when I'm going to do these drugs now is the time and hold them up to Frosty and be like Frosty these his, drugs are you for know, you his energy is still here he hasn't moved on Here, here's how I picture Frosty can you picture Frosty trying to move 